always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration. Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to remind you, don't dare forget to say thank you. Last year, I was driving down a stretch of road in Buffalo along the interstate, which we call Skajakwita Expressway. I passed Delaware Park, a place our family frequents. It's my favorite public park in our city. On this particular day, it was the first time I had driven this route since a child was killed there in May 2015 in a tragic accident. I made sure to honor the new slower 30 mile per hour speed limit and I observed this small memorial in the spot where the fatal accident had occurred. I said a prayer for the family. The victim, three-year-old Maxim, was hit and killed after a driver fell asleep at the wheel. It was a heartbreaking occurrence. As a mom of four, I can't even imagine how difficult this was for the tiny victim's mother. At the time of the collision, there was no barrier preventing traffic from crossing over this grassy median that separated the highway from the park. Now there is a dividing wall, a new speed limit of 30 miles per hour down from 50 miles per hour. I was reading the paper last year, and I saw that Maxim's mother, Mary, said in an interview, God's ways are not our ways, and our ways are not God's ways. Sometimes his greatest warriors and angels are his youngest souls. I find it both beautiful and inspiring that a grieving mom is still able to see God's sovereignty amid tragedy. For the loved ones of that sweet, innocent child, the incident is etched in their memories. For others who didn't know Maxim and weren't directly affected by the sad event, the highway memorial I saw that day served as a reminder of the precious life taken away. As I just mentioned, when I looked at it, I said a prayer. It certainly prompted me to ask God to continually comfort those who experienced that loss. You know, memorials are important ways to mark both bitter and sweet moments. They're important to God as well. That's why in the Old Testament, when God performed miracles on behalf of the nation of Israel, he instructed them to set up stone memorials so they wouldn't forget his great works. He wanted them to mark the territory where he did the impossible. This would keep Israel from forgetting and also awaken curiosity in future generations about the supernatural events these memorials symbolized. We see a great example of this in Joshua 4 when God made it possible for his chosen people to cross the Jordan River on dry land. In this passage, the Lord commanded Joshua to pick 12 men from among the people, one man per tribe. They were told to pick up a stone from the middle of this great big body of water and carry carry it on their shoulder to the camp where they would be staying that night. The purpose of this process was to produce a physical symbol of God's supernatural power. It was only by his mighty hand that Joshua and the Israelites crossed the Jordan on dry land, just as Israel had done with Moses and the Red Sea in Exodus 14. The stones were enduring memorials of God's providence, power, and promises. So in the future, when their children asked, what do these stones mean to you? They could explain. God's awesome works. Finally, when the Israelites arrived at Gilgal, where they would be staying, the stones were put in place so that, according to verse 24, all the people of the earth may know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that you may fear the Lord your God forever. Friend, what memorials in your life serve as a physical reminder that the hand of the Lord is mighty, that he is powerful, that he made a way out of no way, that he rescued you from destruction, that he carried you 
through a difficult trial victoriously. Though you may not have a heap of rocks to serve as a reminder of the great things God has done for you, both you and I do possess one precious stone that ought to always lead us to worship, and his name is Jesus. First Peter 2 and 4 calls him a living stone who was rejected by men but is yet the foundation of our faith. Because of his sacrificed Christ, the rock anchors us in his unending love, his boundless grace, and daily mercies. Psalm 62 and 6 in the New International Version says of the Lord, truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. The next time somebody asks you how you made it over, how you're still standing, and what has sustained you through the roughest places in your life, point to the stone, the rock, Jesus Christ, your everlasting memorial. To him belongs all glory and honor. As the first portion of Psalm 124, one says, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, where would we be? He's been with you this whole time through the ups and downs. It is the Lord who kept you. The good news is he'll never leave you. God, your rock, salvation, strong tower, defense, and present help in trouble is with you now and forevermore. As you listen to this podcast, don't you dare forget to stop and say thank you. Even in the good, thank him. Even in the bad, thank him. When you're up, thank him. And when you're down, thank him anyhow. First Thessalonians 5 and 18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Throughout the course of our lives, it's so easy to go our way and not send up thanksgiving. Remember how in Luke 17 and 11 through 19, when Jesus healed 10 lepers, but only one came back to say thank you? Leprosy, that horrible flesh disease, was viewed as divine judgment. People who had it were regarded as unclean. Though no one wanted to be around a leprous individual, Jesus had compassion on the ill men in this small town, but the great majority of them walked away from that miracle without looking back at the one who made it all possible. Don't be like them. Remember who made ways for you, opened doors, healed your body, kept you in perfect peace in the midst of confusion, kept you from losing your mind altogether, and gave you strength to carry on in the most difficult situations. I love the saying that goes, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, I thank God for saving me. Had it not been for the Lord, where would you and I be? always remember his grace. Psalm 103 and 2 in the King James Version always gets me happy down in my soul. And it's also fitting for today's podcast, which is why I'm stirring it into your cup of inspiration. It says, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. As you drink down the contents of your cup, something down in your soul ought to be rejoicing. I don't know about you, but I can't help but give him thanks when I think of all he's done. There's another Another saying I love, it goes, the more I think, the more I think. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. I thank you for sustaining them and being the rock who anchors them in the time of storm, distress, and trouble. Please help them never forget that it is only by your grace that they're still here, even in times of hardship, difficulty, discouragement, and disappointment. Keep them focused on the fact that you've been so good, and if you've done it before, you'll do it again. Your faithfulness will uphold them and demonstrate in their life 
life, that you love them. God, strengthen them today as they give you thanks, as they become more grateful. Bless them all the more. I pray a special blessing over their household, over their family, over their finances, over their health, and everything that concerns them, that you will be with them in affliction as they give thanks in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.